Welcome to this recording from the Blind and Veteran Association's Vet Tech Weekly Wednesday Webinars. In this session, we were joined by Timothy Gels, the Director of Marketing for Eschenbach Optiques of America. This presentation will feature descriptions of Eschenbach's award-winning devices, including their video magnifiers, spectacle magnifiers, lamp magnifiers, and telescopic vision aids. With that stated, let's go right into this presentation from November 30th. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate the introduction. So as Tim mentioned, my name is Tim also uh, from Eschenbach Optic. Uh, pleased to be here to uh, provide you an overview of some of our products that do have a lot of uh, technology. And basically the agenda today, we'll do a quick overview of who Eschenbach is, for those of you who don't know. And then we'll talk about some of our products that we have in different product categories. Um, we'll talk on a couple of video magnifier products. And then I also wanna talk about some spectacle magnifiers, lamp magnifiers, telescopic vision aids as well, and then we'll wrap it up. So as we get started, just a quick overview again of who Eschenbach is. We are the leading manufacturer of the highest quality magnification and vision enhancing products. Um, the reason I say magnification and vision enhancing is because we also have products that um, provide uh, enhancement to vision, those being either task lights uh, or absorptive filters, different tinted glasses that don't necessarily magnify, but they will enhance the vision. We're a pretty old company, been around since 1913 in Germany, and our North American subsidiary was actually established uh, in Connecticut in 1983. Um, we are a leader in lens innovation and low vision technology, and we've gotten uh, a number of uh, product design awards, uh, which we're pretty proud of. Um, we kind of are specialists in integrating this service called low vision care into different eye care practices and enhancing the outcome in the practices that already offer it, including the VA. Um, we're also a leader in providing low vision education for professionals who offer low vision care as a service. Our products are used in most all the VAs um, and most of all the top eye care hospitals in the civilian world. Um, we're pretty well known and thankfully um, pretty well liked. Um, there's something called a net promoter score, which many businesses we use. You may see that uh, in an email sometimes after you purchase something, it will ask you, hey, on a rating of zero to 10, how likely are you to recommend our company? Uh, and we do survey our, our end users and customers with that. and our score has been uh, pretty high consistently at 74. 50 is considered excellent. So we're very pleased that our, our customers are happy. Uh, we're also a proud supporter, of course, of BVA. We've been going to the annual convention for a number of years uh, or an angel sponsorship for a number of years too. Uh, and of course, we're happy to help provide education through these vet tech and ambassador uh, webinar trainings as well. Uh, we do try to give some back to the community as well. So we do have some cause marketing efforts we've done over the years. Uh, one of them uh, being we had sponsored uh, a guide dog to be uh, raised and trained and given away free of charge to a visually impaired person. And then this past year, we um, provided uh, fees or uh, provided uh, funding, I should say, to pay for the fees for two students to go to space camp uh, down in Alabama. So um, we do try to do our, our best to provide something back to the community. In terms of the products that we carry, uh, this slide kind of shows a, a vast array of different devices that we carry. And it shows you in this world of low vision devices, uh, the different main categories. So kind of starting in the far left bottom, 
um, are handheld magnifiers. And the pictures that are there actually show um, a product that is a flat kind of credit card style uh, magnifier. Uh, but there's all different types in that category. Uh, there's also things called stand magnifiers, which are the next category, which are like in the most basic sense, dome magnifiers, but in different shapes and sizes and powers. We also provide products in the spectacle magnifier category. And we'll talk a bit about some of the newer ones we have that use some new technology in them. Next to that is monoculars and telescopes, uh, used mostly for distance, but some can be used for near. We also have products in the next category called absorptive filters. And this is what I mentioned before, those tinted glasses that improve contrast and also can reduce glare too. And then the last couple of categories are video magnifiers or electronic magnifiers. And you can kind of break those into subgroups. Uh, the first subgroup are the smaller ones, kind of the handheld version, which we have a five inch version and a 3.4 inch version. There's also a seven inch and a 12 inch too that um, provide distance viewing as well as being able to uh, be used for near tasks with an accessory. And the last category are the desktops. And um, on this slide, I call it transportable desktop. At least the ones from Eschenbach are transportable and foldable. And we'll talk about some of those too in the presentation. So that's kind of the, the vast array of the different devices uh, that we offer. And just as a quick little sidebar, you know, some people ask, well, gosh, why are there so many different types of devices? Why is it like, if I'm hearing impaired, I can get one hearing aid and one kind of works for everybody. Well, with people with a vision impairment, and oftentimes it depends on um, not only the severity of the eye disease that's causing the vision impairment, but what kind it is and whether it's affecting the central part of one's vision or the periphery. Um, it also then depends on other things, including what the task is that the person's trying to accomplish. And there's different devices depending on what kind of task those are. So this chart basically just shows along the top the distance and duration of those types of tasks. So if you think about any kind of task, it's gonna fit into one of these categories. Either it's a task that is close up or near, or it's intermediate, distance away, or it's far away. And with each of those categories, at least for the near and the far away for sure, there are tasks that are more short-term, like for near, it would be looking at a prescription pill bottle, that's a short-term task, or extended which is like reading a magazine or a book. So depending on what kind of tasks those are, how far away it is and how long one will be reading, there are different devices that are better suited for those types of tasks. And that's why there's so many of them. On the, the y-axis, the up and down on the left-hand side then of this chart, it shows you just a few of the main categories of devices, handheld magnifiers, stand magnifiers, spectacles, telescopes, and video. And what it shows is basically where there's a good match. So for example, for handheld magnifiers, when you think about those, those fit in that first column, which is for near spotting tasks. So these are great devices to use when you're trying to find and look at something close up and look at something close up for not very long period of time. So again, looking at the thermostat on the wall or looking at a, again, prescription pill bottle. They could be used for other near tasks that are more long-term like reading a book, but they're not so good for that because you get awfully tired of holding that magnifier up for that long a time. So that's where that category is not so good, but that's where the next category is. And that's where stand magnifiers fill, fill the bill much better. So stand magnifiers are called that because they stand up on a page or a piece of paper or magazine, whatever you're trying to read, and you don't need to hold it up and you just slide it over the material. 
So those are much better suited for the longer term tasks that are near, like reading. Um, but they don't work well for the other near task. You really wouldn't take a dome magnifier and put it up to a thermostat on a wall or look at an oven uh, dial with that. It just, it doesn't work uh, for those kind of tasks. So it's got kind of a specific need or a specific uh, application that it's useful for. Next category would be spectacle magnifiers and those can be used for near tasks only, but both short-term or long-term. Next category down is telescopes and telescopes you can see actually can be used for both those near tasks, but also intermediate tasks and distance tasks. So it depends on what kind of telescope or what kind of monocular you use, but there is pretty much one that would work for any one of those different tasks. Same thing for video magnifiers. It used to be video magnifiers were pretty much just for near, but now they can be used for other tasks uh, as well. So again, it depends on which one you get. But that's why in general, again, why there are so many different devices and Eschenbach um, offers such a wide variety of them so that it can meet the user's needs. Okay, so let's talk a little about some of the products we have in these categories and some of the technology that is behind some of the devices that we talk about. And the first category to talk about are video magnifiers. So I just thought I'd throw this slide in just to kind of show the history of this particular category of low vision device. This slide actually shows the very first what back then was called the closed circuit television system or CCTV. Uh, and it was invented in 1968 by a gentleman by the name of Sam Janensky, who uh, worked for the RAND Corporation. He himself was visually impaired and uh, put this together, created this device, um, which was the first called closed circuit TV system for the visually handicapped. Um, Reader's Digest kind of thought of a different, more fun name for it, and they called it the Marvelous Seeing Machine. Um, but it was the first one ever introduced, and you can see uh, it was a little large, but it did serve the purpose of magnifying things uh, and change the magnification. Now, of course, technology has advanced, and we've had much smaller ones, and we've actually got different subcategories of video magnifiers, too. So one way of looking at them, and one way that we'll use as we go through this presentation, is whether they are portable or handheld, basically the smaller-sized video magnifiers. There's also desktop, and there's also wearable magnifiers, wearable uh, video magnifiers, I should say. Uh, we don't carry any of those, so we won't talk about that subcategory, but we'll talk about the first two. So within that portable or handheld category, uh, the first device I wanna make mention of is a device called the Smart Lux Digital. So this device, which recently was just updated actually, um, is a five inch system, and it's got a glare-free screen, it provides three to 15 times magnification, but again, incorporates a lot of technology kind of behind the scenes and that allows it to have a lot of utility and extra functionality. So for example, it has 15 different viewing modes, um, which allows the user to change it from a normal color mode, which is shown in the top picture where it's reading a magazine and it's a white page with black letters on it. But for a number of people, that is just too bright, it's too much glare coming off that page. So what you can do is choose a different color contrast mode. Number one, to reverse it, which is to make the background black and then the letters white. Then there's less white light coming into your eyes and that's a lot easier for people. But you can also change those colors. The background doesn't have to be black, it can be a different color and the letters don't have to be white. They can be a different color too. So a user can scroll through and choose the one that's best for their eyes. Um, the software also allows for the underlying feature, a red line to be uh, on the screen, and you can actually move that up and down the screen depending on where you want it positioned. You can also change the direction of it. 
Most people use the horizontal line because they're reading a magazine. The line helps them basically stay on track as they're moving the device across the newspaper. But you can change that to be in a vertical mode. So if you are reading, I don't know, uh, financial pages and you want to be able to stay aligned with a column, that allows you, and you can just be sliding down the column with the device, allows you to stay straight with that. In terms of the what's called the screen refresh rate or the frames per second, it is at a speed of 50 frames per second, which is the best in its class. So what that means is that the screen is constantly refreshing itself very quickly. So when you move the device, any kind of ghosting or smearing that you might see is cut to a very minimum. Um, some of the options I mentioned before are available in the menu. Uh, and it's the only five inch version that has a menu. The second picture actually shows you uh, the first screen of two of all the different uh, options you can adjust um, and make changes to, to customize it for your experience. Um, the device itself can actually physically be put in three different positions too. So the bottom picture on the screen actually shows the SmartLux digital propped up. So the top picture shows it kind of with the leg extended all the way. And that means the device is set for reading and is parallel to the object and you slide it over the page for reading purposes. But the SmartLux digital, you can actually prop that leg out only halfway and that props up the screen at an angle about 45 degrees. And then what you can do is you can put things behind the camera. So if you wanted to tie a fishing fly, or if you're a diabetic and want to look at your syringe or look at any object, a stamp collector, you want to look at a stamp or a coin, you can hold those objects in your hand right behind the camera and have it shown and enlarged on the device. Um, you can also turn that smart legs digital to the side when that leg is halfway extended and you can see yourself handwrite as well. So it will actually magnify what it sees you writing. So it allows you the ability to actually use the device for writing as well as reading. It does have um, HDMI connectivity, so you can connect this to your big 50-inch uh, screen TV. If you're looking at pictures of the grandkids, you can actually look at it even bigger on the TV. Um, and it does have um, a long warranty to it as well. So that's kind of the first uh, device I want to show and just explain, again, some of that technology. It's mostly software technology that's in there, but there is some hardware technology too in terms of how that leg was designed so that you can use it for multiple applications. Now, another handheld magnifier we have is called the Mobilex Digital Touch HD. So this is a little smaller screen, but it has a built-in handle. Now, I forgot to mention on the last slide, that SmartLex Digital does have an optional handle, but it's optional. Some people like to have the handle on there to hold on all the time. So this device actually has it integrated into the device. What's kind of unique about this one is it's a little bit smaller, so it's a little easier to carry around, but it's got a touchscreen interface to it to be able to change those settings that you want to change. So you just tap on the screen and the menu comes up, and that's how you can change the magnification, the contrast, and even take a freeze frame on it too if you wanted to. And you tap the screen again and those little icons go away. Magnifications, four to 15 times magnification. It has different color modes, not as big a selection, but it does have five different ones. It does have the lines, um, and I didn't forgot to mention last time too, there's also the blinds feature, which basically it will black out the top and bottom part of the screen and just let you highlight, and you can change the width of that one line or two lines at a time. So it's got that capability too. It does have the ability to connect to a computer or a monitor. Uh, there is a base for it um, if you wanted to also uh, get that as an accessory. So that's got some other kind of devices, but the, the coolest technology about this is the touchscreen interface, at least in terms of the, the button. So 
on the first device actually are clickable physical buttons you click on to change the different settings. On this one, because it's more compact, uh, those are integrated into the screen. So you tap on that to use. So it's kind of some unique technology that's used there. The next size up from there, um, from the ones we just talked about would be the seven inch version, which is called the Visalux Digital. And the Visalux Digital is a seven inch, also glare free screen, two to 22 times magnification, has much of the same uh, technology behind it that allows users to get 15 different viewing modes, has the lines, has the blinds, HDMI connectivity, but it's got something kind of unique that the other two that we saw earlier don't have. And that's automatic scrolling or what we call dynamic line scrolling. So what you can do with this device is actually, you can kind of zoom in on a page and then rather than have to slide it the whole way, there are buttons on the top that you can actually click on. And when you hold those, button, those buttons down, it automatically scrolls the text across the page for you, left to right, or you can set it to go up and down. Again, going back to that other potential application, maybe you're looking at stocks pages or sports scores that are more in a column, it can actually automatically scroll down for you as well. So that's another kind of a unique um, feature of this particular device, the Visalex Digital. This same name called the Visalex Digital is then used for the next size up. So this is called the Visalex Digital XL Extra Large, which is the 12 inch version of the brand. Um, this one has a full high def screen, which is um, even higher resolution. Um, and what's kind of unique about this one is it has touchscreen interface, but not just touchscreen interface like we talked before where you tap on the screen and a little menu pops up that you can use it. This is more like your iPad or tablet where you can pinch and um, you can uh, swipe and move across the screen as well. So that's the uh, technology that's behind this one that allows you to do that. Um, there are three brightness settings too. There's 14 different viewing modes, uh, anti-glare coating again on the screen to help minimize that reflective glare, um, a scratch inhibiting coating too. It too has that dynamic line scrolling, the automatic panning across the screen, which again can be used uh, horizontally and vertically. Uh, what this slide shows up top is, again, as a, a user just pinching the screen to kind of make it bigger. And the next slide down uh, shows you the different color combinations. And basically what you would do, uh, or someone you know uh, can do this too, um, can go into the menu and basically X out the color combinations you don't want to have to scroll through. So there's a button on the front that allows you, you can just keep tapping it and we'll scroll through whatever color combinations uh, you choose. You can have them all or you can just say, gosh, you know what? The only ones I really want are the color mode. And I like that reverse contrast mode. And well, maybe I want that contrast mode reversed with the black background, but I want the letters to be yellow, not white. Great. So you can just select those three to be the only three that the device scrolls through each time you tap on that button on the, the front of the device. So that's what that bottom picture shows. It shows a lot of X's through the letters saying, okay, I don't want those color combinations to come up when I scroll through. I just want the ones that are not with an X on it. Um, the Visalex Digital also has the underline and blinds feature. Now, there is a fold-down stand for more ergonomic reading, so it is kind of propped up at an angle, so you don't get a stiff neck or sore neck having to lean way over the device. Uh, there are also uh, some tactile orientation marks to help show the view of the camera. So um, the the view that you're looking at on a page isn't unfortunately as wide as the device. It's a little bit more narrow than that. So there are little notches on the device that'll kind of give you 
a feel for how much of the page uh, you're looking at. There's also a little notch on the underside uh, for reading curved objects to keep it in place. So if you were gonna be looking at, for example, a, a can of soup, you can put the device on the can of soup and in the little notch, it kind of holds it. So when you rotate the can, it kind of stays in the right orientation. And then you can see the runtime at about two and a half hours and then four and a half hour recharge time. Uh, another nice thing about this particular device, it does have an auto shut off and you can select how long you want it to turn off after either five minutes of non-use or eight hours if you have it plugged in. There is a camera on the back that you can actually slide up and down a little bit. So you can write under this one as well. You can slide the camera up a little bit. It makes it a little bit easier to write. Uh, it does have that uh, HDMI output so you can project images as the bottom picture shows there with another monitor that's much larger. Um, and there's a two megapixel high def camera that takes high resolution pictures as well if you wanna do like a freeze frame. And most all the devices we have um, shown so far have that capability. You can take a freeze frame of something uh, and you can store it on the device. Some have more memory than others. This has the most of the group that we've seen so far, and that's got an eight gigabyte SD card in the device. So you can take thousands of pictures uh, if you want on the device. And then you can show them on your computer by connecting it to your computer, or you can pop out that little SD card uh, directly. I mentioned before a little bit about distance viewing and some video magnifiers do have that capability. Uh, for our device, uh, you would just have to get a uh, camcorder, an optional uh, camera that you then connect to the device and the top picture just shows the device. Uh, looks like in a conference room, basically pointing toward a slide that's up on a screen and you can see it then on the Fuselex Digital, which um, is projected there. There's also a stand you can get and a little protective uh, rubber case, we call it a bumper. Uh, along with the actual case for the device too. So a lot of accessories uh, for the device to make it even more useful. All right, so those are kind of the portable ones I wanna talk about. And now I wanna jump into under the video magnifier category, the desktop video magnifiers. And this is our brand of desktop video magnifiers called the Vario Digital 22, 22 being the size of the screen. Uh, there's also a Vario Digital 16, but for today's presentation, I thought I'd just show you the 22 and it's called the 22 Advanced. Um, so it is a desktop video magnifier, but it's not like the original desktop video magnifiers that were like a big cathode ray tube, like the old televisions used to be. This has got a flat panel monitor to it, which can also then be folded down flat. So that's the most unique thing. And the technology that was used in this device is more on the hardware, which allows it with the engineering behind it to be able to fold it down flat to, I think it's about six inches high. So you can store it under um, a counter or elsewhere, or uh, you can actually carry it too. So that's the unique feature about this uh, is again, the foldable design here, the picture shows the device kind of folding down flat and there you can see it folded flat at the bottom. Um, so that way again, for storage purposes or for transportation, it's easier to take. This one also has that automatic panning feature, the dynamic line scrolling. And this picture just shows you how on this device you would do it. There's two buttons on the side of the monitor, uh, each side. And so you just press one or the other to, again, move left or right and move up and down. And basically it acts like a digital XY table. If you ever heard that uh, term before, uh, desktop video magnifiers sometimes have a moving table that moves in the X direction, left and right, or the Y direction, up and back. So this device actually has technology that allows it to 
act like, as it says here, a digital XY table, so you don't have to move anything. So that makes it a lot easier in terms of navigation and allows for faster reading speeds because it's staying straight um, as it's going across the page. The Vari Digital 22 also has um, optical zoom up to 12 times magnification. So with video magnifiers, to get the really high magnification, usually that's done using um, electronic magnification as opposed to an optical or a lens magnification. The lens or optical zoom is, is always better. Uh, so that's the nice thing about this device is that it goes up to a much higher magnification than other types in terms of keeping it in optical. So that gives you the clearest image you can get um, and also higher satisfaction. The screen refresh rate on this for its category, uh, 60 frames per second, uh, which is I believe the fastest in its category. And again, that fast refresh rate allows you to minimize the any ghosting or smearing that might happen as you're moving that across the text when you move it very quickly. Um, even in false colors, it does that. So that again, leads to greater satisfaction with the device. And this particular one, uh, again, the engineering technology behind this is that its camera is tiltable and it allows the widest tiltable range of any video magnifier in its, its class, basically. So what's the purpose of that? So for some people, when they're trying to do a hands-free task, um, like they're trying to look at an object or thread a needle or do something, they wanna be able to see their hands, but also be able to look up at the monitor and see it magnified. There's a spatial orientation um, issue when you have to put your hands in the object under some camera, some device, and you can't see your hands physically, you have to look at it on the screen, and you, it's a little disorienting. So the nice thing about the Vio Digital 22 is you can tilt that camera so it goes forward a bit, so you can actually see your hands and the object you're looking at in your hands, and at the same time, see it on the screen, and you can make that a little bit bigger using the knobs on the front. So it gives you that spatial orientation so you can kind of see, you can feel and see your hands at the same time. So again, that adds more utility and greater satisfaction to it. The um, product is designed to make from at one level, it easy to be used with buttons and dials on the front. So this top picture basically shows some dials and buttons on the front, and those will allow you to get by with the, the most basic features, making things bigger, smaller, uh, changing the contrast, doing a freeze frame, adding or turning off the underlying feature, Etc. those basic functionalities. But if you wanted to, or if you wanted to have someone else, there's a menu button on the front that you can go into and then change those advanced level functions and set it so that's the right way for you. So some users will have their Vista or Bros coordinator, or sorry, Vista coordinator or Bros person work with them to get it all set up for what they want. Okay, I want these color combinations to show up when I scroll through and I want the underline, but I want it placed here and I don't want this, I don't want that. And all that can be set up by someone else that all you've got to worry about is turning it on or off and then maybe changing the magnification. So it's basic user interface, but also with the ability to have some advanced level features too by going into the menu. There's also an integrated handle to the device and uh, as that's shown in the top picture and then the bottom picture shows a woman picking that up. So uh, that allows you to transport it um, from one location to the next. And it's got a two and a half year warranty, uh, which is the best in category device, uh, or for its category, I should say, which gives peace of mind to the end users. So this is a picture that shows the first screen of the different options you can change in the menu. 
So I mentioned before, um, there is a menu button on the front. And once you get in there, there are different icons that you can then rotate the knob on the front to then highlight, and then you can select what you want on it. Uh, there is an auditory description if you want it on each of these. So as you rotate the dial and it goes to the next icon, it will tell you what that is, magnification or contrast or whatever the icon is. Um, and there's different languages you can get it. And it's by default in English, but there's other languages, Spanish, et cetera, or you can turn it off completely if you don't wanna have that. Um, so that just helps. Again, hearing that auditory sound while you're scrolling allows you to know that you're on the right one that you wanna to get to. So that makes it uh, a little bit easier to make those adjustments. There is an option and there's like, I think five different models within this product category, but one of them does has, have an internal battery. So if you wanted to, you can get that and that way you don't need to be near an electrical outlet to use it um, and uh, gives you a little more flexibility in terms of where you wanna use it. And as another option too, in the advanced, you can get uh, this XY table if you wanted to. Again, I mentioned that before, this is a picture showing it uh, kind of fully extended toward the front. So that's moving it on the Y axis. Um, and there are breaks on each direction. So you, right from the outset, it's kind of locked down and the, the brakes are pretty tight. So when you first activate it, you'll kind of loosen, slide the bar down on each uh, axis and that'll loosen it. You can make it very loose so it slides very easily, or you can tighten it down a little bit so there's some resistance, but not too much. So you can kind of customize that to what you need. And there's also on some models, a mirror mode. So uh, this is a picture that shows uh, a woman putting makeup on, but you can use it for shaving if you want to shave or just look at yourself. Uh, there's the mirror mode, um, which allows you to do some personal care tasks as well. And that just adds again, more utility to the device. And it has that non-reflective screen again um, to help prevent any kind of reflections appear on the screen. Anything from the background that might be showing up on the screen either. Another unique thing about this that they've incorporated in terms of the technology is they have included a remote control. So if a person wanted to and they didn't want to deal with the dials on the front, they can just sit back and relax and use the remote control to change some of the basic features. So the remote control uh, picture there on the right um, is a yellow kind of magnifier with a plus and a minus. That allows you to change the magnification up and down. On the left allows you to do the zoom out real quick. If you're reading a newspaper and you're zoomed at 10x magnification, and you may want to say, well, I, go, I want to go to the front of the newspaper, the very top line, but I don't know where it is exactly. I'm kind of lost in terms of my orientation. You can press that, that top button and that'll zoom the magnification all the way out to the minimum level. And then you can slide your newspaper to highlight that first row that you're looking for and then hit that button again and it will remember exactly the magnification that you had before, but zoom you in right there. You can also change the contrast modes there and then there's some buttons below uh, that are arrows in different directions. And that's how you can actually activate the scrolling feature too. Now, sometimes the low vision practitioner may use these uh, as they're first demonstrating the device to a user also. So rather than be right up close and uh, to you while they're showing you the device, they may just have remote control in their hand and change these settings for you as they're going through. But it just gives another option. If one wanted to, they don't have to use it. It's just another option to make it uh, more, uh, gives it more utility, basically. And there are some other uh, accessories for this. There's a carrying case one can get. There is actually an adjustable height table as well. So um, in the lower left-hand corner is a picture of the Vario Digital sitting on an adjustable height table that we make available. 
And that allows you to, with a little lever on the right-hand side, you pull that, allows you to raise and lower that table. So depending on what height chair you've got, you can adjust this so it's a little more comfortable for you. And there's also a camcorder as an accessory too, if you want to use it for looking at distance objects. All right, so that was what I want to show you in terms of video magnifiers. And yes, some cool technology uh, in electronic magnifiers for sure. But what people sometimes forget is that actually there's a lot of technology in optical magnifiers, non-electronic magnifiers. So what I want to do for the rest of the time is just kind of highlight some of the newer products we have, especially that incorporate some uh, pretty high-tech technology in them. So the first category is spectacle magnifiers. So spectacle magnifiers is kind of a broad term that can be everything from high power reading glasses up to very high power glasses, some of which have to include what they call prism in the lenses so you can hold things close up. So if you think about um, trying to hold something like look at your finger close up, there's only a certain, there's a certain point that your eyes cannot focus on your finger when you move it close enough. Beyond that, it's double vision and you can't even focus on it, it's blurry. So by bringing the object closer, that's what actually makes it bigger. But those obstacles kind of prevent you on your own from doing that. So what prism eyewear does is it adds a little extra prism. And if you look at the lenses from the top, you'll see it's like a triangle, a little thicker lens towards your nose, a little bit thinner further away. But that allows you actually to hold those objects much closer than you would normally and still be able to focus on them and have just one image. So that's one category of spectacle magnifiers called prism eyewear. It allows you to hold things close, get the high power you need, but do it comfortably. So what I'm gonna do here is just talk about one brand. We just have it simply called premium prism eyewear, which is a newer product that we just introduced this past year. And there are two different frame styles. This is the first one, which is the large one. So this one's made actually of uh, titanium and nickel, and it's got um, rubberized temple tips on the back, so it holds on tight to your head. It's got spring hinge temples, so they, they spring out and then they'll come back again. Uh, so it's easy to put on and off uh, your head. It's also got um, a soft silicone bridge. So rather than on some eyewear, it'll have uh, nose pads that can sometimes aggravate people. It may push into the side of their noses uh, if they're wearing it for a long time, maybe uncomfortable. So this has what's called a saddle bridge, like you have a saddle on a horse, and it just wraps over the top of your nose and spreads the weight over more uh, broader area, so it's more comfortable. Um, and you can see the size of the lenses are pretty big. Uh, the top to bottom measurement is 36 millimeters, which is quite large in, uh, in frame language. And so what that means is that when you're looking at things, you have a much bigger field of view. You don't need to turn your head as often. Now, the smaller one um, is more like a half-eye reader. So some people would rather uh, be able to look over their glasses far away for a second and then be able to still read close up. Uh, they find it a little disorienting to be seeing the whole thing close up. And if they look away, they have to take the glasses off or lift them, lift them up. So we give users a choice, whichever one they think is best. This one uh, made out of nickel and silver. Um, this one though does have the adjustable nose pads and that can be helpful for some people. Some people would rather that because um, those can be adjusted so that the lenses can fit wherever you want on your uh, face. Some people want a little higher, some a little lower. Um, and so that gives you that ability to adjust it. Uh, the measurement there up and down there is 25. So you can see it's a little bit smaller. 
These are available in four different powers. I mentioned before the spring hinge temples, but they again use some of the higher technology in optics. They use high index lenses. Uh, so these are just numbers that um, show, but basically the high index lenses mean that they don't, they aren't as thick as they would if they were regular index lenses. So when you get a stronger lens, usually it gets thicker. When it gets thicker, it gets heavier and more uncomfortable. So by using these high index lenses, you can make the lenses a lot thinner than they would be normally. There's also anti-reflective coating on there that helps uh, make the image uh, clearer and fewer reflections. And it's also got a premium, again, talking about technology, a premium scratch resistance coating on there called a TD coating from uh, probably the biggest company in eye care called Essilor. And they use some other technology in terms of the production process. They do something called index matching um, to apply coatings and uh, this in, uh, ensures a perfect adherence of the coatings to the lenses and eliminates what they call birefringence, which is basically an optical characteristic where the lens will have a dual uh, bend to it in essence. Um, there's a hard clamshell case included in a one-year warranty as well with the devices. So again, some uh, advanced technology used even in spectacle magnifiers. Okay, the next category I want to talk about is lamp magnifiers. And with lamp magnifiers, this is an example of one. It's called the Vario LED Plus lamp magnifier. And you can see it here. There's different types of ways of using it. This particular one uh, actually has a clamp. So this is actually clamped onto a table and you can grab that lens and move it all around wherever you need to, uh, to read or to do hands-free hobbies, crafts, things like that. Um, it's kind of unique in that it's not only a high quality lens, which Eschenbach is kind of known for our high quality lenses, um, but it also has the ability to adjust the LED illumination that's on it to give you the option um, of um, having the whole light illuminated around the whole lens or just partially. It does come in two different powers, uh, 1.9X and 2.5X. The lens is quite large from a low vision standpoint. Uh, it's 5.2 inches, which is one of the largest that's out there. It's got what's called an aspheric lens and it's got a proprietary coating on there called Ceratec coating and that helps reduce the scratching on the lens. And this is a proprietary coating just to Eschenbach. What it does is it basically almost makes the lens nearly glass hard and it reduces the scratching by up to 50%. So that's again, some technology that we've uh, worked on to help improve and extend the life of the lens of products by using special coatings. Uh, this picture shows toward the top, there's three different gray buttons and that just shows the on off button at the top and then the ability to change the illumination to be the full ring. Actually, I think it's on the next slide, yeah. This slide shows you the ring of actually 84 LEDs. And you can have them all lit up, which allows for you um, to have the maximum illumination, or you can adjust it so just about a third of it uh, lights up, depending on what you're looking at and whether you want to have shadow free viewing or not. Uh, you can adjust the illumination, of course. It's a thousand lumens in terms of brightness, the color temperature. Again, there's different lights, different color temperatures. Basically, the color temperature relates to the color, whether it's the uh, bluish kind of illumination to more of a softer kind of a yellow. And this one's uh, 6500, which is more toward the blue side. And it's got something called a color rendering index, uh, which is when you light something up, how accurate it is in terms of representing what it really is under daylight outside in the sun. 
uh, it goes up to 100. So it's at 85, which is a very good uh, rating. And the way it's designed, again, the engineers and German engineers are world renowned. Uh, they've designed it so that it has six different articulated joints. Um, and that allows you to have the most optimum positioning for the, the lamp. Um, there's also an integrated hinged lens cover. So in this picture, you can see the lens cover is kind of flipped up, but when you're done using it, you can cover it up and that just helps keep dust off it. Um, and the arm, if you were to extend it all the way, goes out uh, over 30 inches. So it's got a pretty good working distance. Uh, there's also a bottom lens cover if need be, um, and also the option to get a cast iron table base. So some people rather have it um, so that they can move it on their table. And so there's that option too. And you can see the weight there, two to three pounds in total. And again, a one year warranty on that device. So again, even this type of category device has some technology in terms of the lens and its coatings. Next category is gonna be on telescopic vision aids. So telescopes kind of a broad term that can mean, depending on how a person uses the term, that can be a monocular telescope. You look through with just one eye to spot things to a pair of binoculars that you use at a sporting event. So the first thing to remember is that with telescopic vision aids, there are a lot of different kind of subcategories. So the first sets of pictures uh, show what are called um, focusable or non-focusable telescopes or monoculars. So the left picture shows you one of these little round cylindrical monocular telescopes that you actually twist. You twist to kind of focus it. Um, the one to the right of it is what's called an afocal or fixed focus monocular. So that one you just open up and you look through it and there's no twisting, there's no focusing, it's set for distance and you don't need to worry about having to focus anything. So there's those different kind of subcategories. Uh, the next couple of pictures show how a telescope can be handheld or mounted in a frame. So the first picture shows a gentleman using a pair of telescopes that's mounted in a frame. And that's great if you wanna be hands-free and you're gonna be watching like television, for example, for a long period of time. And the one to the right shows a gentleman using the monocular telescope, uh, which is held in the hand. And the bottom two pictures show the other kind of ways of looking at telescopic vision aids, and that is whether they are monocular for one eye or binocular for both. And actually at the same time, it shows you a monocular telescope actually mounted in a pair of eyeglasses. And then to the right is pretty much a standard, care, uh, standard pair of binoculars, which many people don't think about it, but that is a, an excellent low vision aid. And I'll tell you why on this particular one is um, in a few slides. All right, so that's kind of an overview of telescopic vision aids, the different types that exist. Now let's talk a little bit about some of them. And the first few I wanna talk about are what we affectionately call the Max family of telescopes because the word Max is used in each one of them. So there's different types. There are what's called head-mounted uh, options, and those are what's called the Max TV for Max television and the Max detail. And that's the top row, and that's the picture of that device. It's basically a pair of binoculars stripped down to nothing but the lenses that are mounted then onto a frame. So you don't have to worry about holding up the pair of binoculars. It's in a frame, you can just wear it comfortably. This particular device has adjustable um, lenses. So if you wear eyeglass prescription like I do, if it's not too strong, you can actually take off your prescription eyewear, put these on and you can focus a little bit to account for your eyeglass prescription in there. And it's also got bendable temples. 
So you can bend those to be a stronger, tighter fit on your head if you like. So those are the, it's called the head mounted version. Some people have stronger prescriptions and they really can't take their glasses off to use the devices. And so there's a clip-on version of each of these. So the bottom picture shows a picture of a Max TV clip, the clip-on version. Um, that's got a flip-up design, which is kind of cool. So you can look at something uh, like watching television. And when you want, you just flip up the lens out of the way when you don't want to use that magnification. Um, those have little rubber grips on the clips. Um, again, the engineering behind this, some of the technology, the rubber clips um, or rubber grips then help prevent scratching of the eyeglasses that you have. And the TV versus the detail, the Max Detail is called that because that's the close-up version of the Max TV. So these lenses are set either to look far away watching television, which is the Max TV, or you get the Max Detail, which is set up to look close-up, to look at detail things. All right, so let's talk about each of those independently. So the Max TV, again, here's a picture of a gentleman using it. Basically provides a little over 2x magnification and it's set to work at about 10 feet out to infinity. So not for close up really. Pretty good field of view, 20 degrees. And again, there's the adjustable lenses. If your prescription is less than about three diopters, you can probably get away with taking your eyeglasses off and using it. And it's pretty lightweight, which is the nice thing about the Max TV. And it's a unique design. And one of the, again, um, uh, advantages and one of the uh, technologies behind this is just its engineering design that's so unique. And this is the clip-on version that shows that attached to a pair of eyewear um, on the top and then just standing alone by itself below, about the same magnification, about two times magnification, uh, again set for 10 feet to infinity, about 18 degree field of view with this, but the nice thing is you can flip it up out of the way if you want to, and you can adjust it. So you can clip on the magnifier, the telescope, and you can actually have your um, eye doctor or maybe your Vista Bros, uh, if they're skilled enough, they can actually adjust the lenses on the clip to be a little higher or lower, depending on where your eye is on your eyewear. So it may need a little adjustment, or if you need a little adjustment, it can be made with that too. And there's four different height settings for that. So that's a Max TV. Uh, the Max Detail is the sister product of that. And again, this is the one that's used for close up, uh, about the same magnification. And some people think, well, why would I use this for close-up when there's so many other devices I can use for close-up? Um, the real reason is larger working distance. So with a max detail, what you're basically doing is you're using a telescope. And I should have defined earlier, a telescopic vision aid means it has two lenses in it as opposed to just one. And with a two-lens system, what you can do for near uh, tasks is you can actually hold things a lot further away. So one of the challenges when you use magnifiers, single lens systems that include magnifiers, handheld, stand, even spectacles, is that sometimes if you need a lot of magnification, you have to hold things very, very close. And for some people, that's a little bit uncomfortable. With a telescopic vision aid, like a max detail, you can hold things three to four times further away and hold it much more comfortably. And that's where a telescopic vision aid like the max detail comes into play. And the analogy I make is, um, just like this is a telescope, um, think about a surgeon. Surgeon uses loops, they call them, which are basically telescopes to do surgery. And why are they doing that? Yes, they want to magnify what they're looking at, but they also don't want to be that close to the, to the patient while doing the procedure. They want to have a greater working distance, so they're not leaning over and breaking their back and neck doing that for so long. 
So that's why they use loops. That's why they're using those devices is to gain that greater working distance so they can do surgery at a more comfortable distance. So that's the real benefit of a telescopic vision aid for close up is it allows a much greater working distance. And that's the real benefit of the max detail. And just like before, uh, there's a clip on version two, same clip, again, same magnification, um, same flip up design, et cetera. Now I should say too, with the max detail, when you're looking at things close up, a lot of times illumination is very, very helpful. In fact, illumination can actually reduce your magnification requirements. So if you were to, without an extra task light, uh, need a magnifier, you may need a 5X magnifier, but um, it may be intuitive to you too. You might know that when you bring a light closer to things, it makes it easier to see. And so you don't need as much magnification. And of course, the lowest magnification you can use is the best because the lower the magnification, the bigger the lens gets, the bigger the field of view and the working distance is larger too. So this, the max detail, um, has an option where you can get a headlight kind of attached to it. So the top picture shows a person using it with a light on, and then below shows a picture of the max detail with the LEDs, which are two LEDs on there, attached to the top of the max detail. And there's a little string or a little cord that uh, connects those two LEDs that are at the top of the light to a little battery pack. And that battery pack is actually the cord is wound up behind us, it, so it's a lot longer than that. The idea is that you can keep the battery pack on your belt, there's a belt clip on there, and then the wire can go up behind your ear and just uh, then attach to the max detail and provide you very bright illumination. So again, this is the kind of the technology behind this particular product is recognizing that illumination is so critical and making a light that is attachable and that can last a long time. You can see here, it's between eight and 13 hours of operation depending on what brightness setting you select, because there's actually a couple different brightness settings. And that just works on normal AA batteries, so uh, no special batteries needed for that. This comes in a crush-proof case. And again, I mentioned the belt clip or the pocket clip that comes with it. So it just gives it more utility. All right, so those are one type of solution when you come to telescopic solution uh, solutions. Another one I want to show is what's called the Club M monocular. So this is available actually in two different magnifications, a 6X and an 8X. And what's unique about this one and the technology that is behind it is, again, the design. It's got a panoramic, a unique panoramic design. So when you look at it, it's not a round cylinder like the other one I showed in that if anyone has used a monocular telescope, you might know it's got a, usually the round. This one's rectangular. So when you think about it, when you're looking through an object uh, for distance, you don't necessarily want to be limited to a circle. You'd rather see more of the horizon. You want to see more of a rectangular view of like widescreen TV. So that's what this is all about. It's a panoramic field of view so you can see more kind of in a rectangular shape. It's got eight degrees field of view. But again, another thing that was unique in terms of its design and the technology that's behind it is it's got a rubberized casing on it. So that allows you to grip it better, but also means that if you happen to drop it, it'll be protected more, it'll bounce more. The lenses have multi-coated lenses uh, in them, um, and there's a little silver button on the top. So this is a what's called kind of a semi-focusable monocular telescope, which means you can slide that back and forth to do some, um, some focusing. And uh, the picture below shows a gentleman using it, and he's using his thumb, actually, 
to focus that slider back and forth. So you can use it either way. You can hold the monocular in your finger and you can, on your top, use your top fingers to move this silver button, or you can flip it upside down and use your thumb to uh, slide that silver button back and forth so that you can bring it into focus. And of course, there's a lanyard too that you can put around your neck. So that's one type of monocular telescope and something kind of unique in terms of the technology behind that. Another device I want to show you is actually a binocular. We talked before about how even regular binoculars can sometimes be considered low vision devices. This one is called the vision binocular. Comes in two different powers, a 4X and a 6X. Gives you almost a 10 degree field of view. But what's unique about this, and again, the technology is used in this particular device is most binoculars are set for 10 feet out to infinity. You go to a sporting game, you can use a pair of binoculars. You notice you can't focus any closer than 10 feet, if not more. It's not meant for that, it's meant for far away. However, this particular device is designed so that you can bring and focus into things that are up to just 20 inches away, less than two feet. It'll still go out to infinity, so you can still look far away, but you can look at things much closer and more than intermediate distance. Um, and that's kind of a unique application. And someone had told me before how they used it. They find that that intermediate distance sometimes is difficult. And they gave the example of going to a vending machine and they're trying to see the price of something in the vending machine, a candy bar, for example. Handheld magnifier won't work because the object is too far away from the lens. And sometimes a monocular telescope, well, you have to back up so far for it to work that it's a little cumbersome. Um, this allows you to get very close and be able to see that price tag on there while maintaining the higher magnification if you need it, the 4X or the 6X. It has in it what's called BK7 prisms. And again, the lenses are multi-coated. Again, the technologist behind this really helps uh, provide a bright image, a neck lanyard, and of course, a belt loop too included. So those are kind of the products and some of the technology I wanted to mention along the way. Um, just a wrap up slide here, conclusion, basically, uh, Eschenbach, again, it's a 109 year old company uh, known for its high quality magnification and vision enhancing products. Uh, we again, we're very proud to support um, the BVA. We do offer a number of portable video magnifiers like the SmartLex Digital at five inch one, we talked about early on up to desktop video magnifiers like the Viro Digital that allow users to meet a vast variety of different tasks that they're trying to accomplish. Uh, another takeaway again here, hopefully you learned that it's not just electronic video magnifiers that use technology, advanced technology in their products. It's also in some of the non-optical products as well. And spectacle magnifiers like Eschenbach's premium prism eyewear allow you to have a very big field of view, so you don't need to turn your head as much. And that this category of devices that some people uh, don't know about as often as others as the category of lamp magnifiers, but those like the Vario LED Plus allow you to do hands-free tasks, especially hobby work. And then the other point to make is again, monoculars and telescopes like the Club M, the rubberized one or the Max TV uh, that's head-worn. They offer, or they are offered, I should say, in a variety of different designs and can help with distance tasks, but also some close-up tasks too. All depends on what the task is to be uh, accomplished. And lastly, just again, we have a website. It's eschenbach.com, E-S-C-H-E-N-B-A-C-H.com. You can learn more about all of our products there. Um, and you can download a catalog if you want. 
um, and hopefully your uh, BIST and BROS and eye doctor, of course, know about um, those products and you can ask them if it's maybe something that would work well for you. And with that, Tim, that brings me to my last slide. And again, I wanna thank everyone for taking time out of their day to listen to me go on about some of the devices that I hope maybe you learned a few things new today. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blind and Veteran Association's Vet Tech Podcast Series, where we were joined by Tim Gels, the Director of Marketing at Eschenbach Optics of America during our November 30th weekly Wednesday webinar. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow the Blind Veteran Association's Vet Tech Podcast Series on your favorite podcasting service. To learn more about the Blind and Veteran Associations and how to get involved with supporting America's blind and low vision veterans, visit us online at bva.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to follow the Blind and Veteran Associations Vet Tech series on your favorite podcast service and check us out online at bva.org to learn more about the Blind Veteran Associations and how you too can get involved with supporting America's blind and low vision veterans.